From the Newswire, my name is Phoenix Phillips. PPEs, or personal protective equipment, have been at the forefront for well over a year now. But PPEs do not stop at masks and gloves. It includes a wide range of equipment, from life-saving to protecting workers in their day-to-day activities. Mission Ready listed on the TSX Venture under the symbol MRS and on the OTCQX under the symbol MSNVF provides comprehensive government contracting solutions with manufacturing and distribution capabilities, having access to more than 1.5 million military, fire, law enforcement, and first responder products. Now to speak more about Mission Ready is the president and CEO of Mission Ready Solutions, Inc., Buck Marshall. Buck, what can you tell us about Mission Ready? Well, first, Phoenix, thank you for having me today. Um, I appreciate the ability to come on here and share our story with you and, and all of your listeners. Mission Ready Solutions is, is our parent company that holds two U.S.-based subsidiaries, Protective Force Manufacturing and Unifier, Inc. Protective Force Manufacturing primarily focuses on manufacturing and distribution of body armor and related products. Recently also expanded our capabilities at PTF to bring distribution of our PPE products. Under the Unifier name, we have two general revenue streams, manufacturing and training, related primarily to our legacy products, and then we have our government contracting side. Because we've done so many things under the Unifier brand, the manufacturing and distribution of our legacy products were generally lost in any discussion we were having. That is why we recently put forth an effort to develop the Advanced Tech Rescue brand, which is just a, a, a way to allow us to properly allocate resources uh, to better track and enhance sales efforts in that core industry that really gave Unifier its start. By using purposeful, purposeful words to describe what we offer, I believe it will translate to a better customer experience. So this also allows us to use the Unifier brand with more focus and purpose in the government contracting world. As a point of clarification, when I use the term government contracts, um, we use it kind of interchangeably to include state and municipalities as well. One thing, too, Buck, I'm curious about the historical financials of your company, but back in May, I believe, some of the best financial results in the company's history. Yes. Uh, you know, looking back, the financials uh, were spectacular. Um, and that was really the result of applying a financial acumen to complement the frontline sales efforts that we had. Given my financial background, in conjunction with our financial team, uh, we were really able to eliminate a lot of unnecessary um, and uncertainty in our budgeting and expense process. This translated to historical results in quarter one, uh, 2020, or 2021 for the company. Uh, the primary driver um, of the revenues through the uh, uh, quarter one here was really a lagging result of the C&T contract, the gallon contract we had at the end of year 2020. Um, as we look into quarter two of 2021 and beyond, um, as we expected, uh, total revenues, I think, will drop. Um, but since we've laid the, the foundation for efficient operations, our expense ratios have not been skewed at all. Um, the fundamental business management processes we've developed have helped us maintain operations at a very lean level. And while I previously kind of announced uh, through our different social channels um, that I expect the government spending to increase by end of quarter two through the rest of the fiscal year, that's been delayed slightly. To date, we've seen government spending down significantly year-to-date over the prior year, year-to-date. The key here is that government spending is down, which means awards are still to come. Um, Unifier has been doing all the right things. We've submitted multiple bids on larger government contracts, and we just have to wait along with every other competitor in the space for the awards to come. 
the math problem, I believe, is still fairly simple. Um, the government has a budget that typically need to spend it or lose it um, before the end of the fiscal year. And we still fully expect the government will need to release a lot of money between now and the end of the fiscal year. This will translate into a very strong third, fourth, and first quarter, uh, or third, fourth quarter of 2021, and a strong first quarter of 2022. For clarification, Buck, can you also explain the difference between orders and contracts? Yes, Phoenix, that's a, a great question. Um, there are two basic ways government purchase items contracts and orders. In very simple terms, contracts are special order items, whereas the government might have a specific need and they go to the market to see who can fulfill that request. Then after evaluating all the submissions, they make it an award. Now that's a very oversimplified um, summary of that process, but this could be a one-time fixed award or what we refer to as an indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity or IDIQ. Under the IDIQ, the time to order may be over a multiple year period, which allows a single awardee to source the government um, the product that they need. This is what we saw with our C&T gown contract, which is technically still open contract to do through um, September 2021. In simple terms, orders are daily shopping that government does through existing contracts or vehicles like the General Service Administration or GSA. Open contracts like the commercial off-the-shelf contract or COTS um, allow the government to purchase items when they need from vendors awarded that contract. Uh, GSA um, is the other platform in which Unifier has three awards or schedules, the hardware superstore, the outdoor recreation, and the fire and law enforcement schedules. These categories have several, several subcategories um, in which Unifier has a tremendous presence. Uh, we spent a lot of effort this year to update our vendors and pricing, which has resulted in many orders. Um, orders in general provide the foundation uh, on which we maintain our operations. The larger contracts, on the other hand, which are fewer, um, they provide the icing on the cake, if you will. This next one is a, a multi-level question for you, Buck. First of all, can you explain what GSA schedules are, what GSA schedules does Mission Ready and Unifier have? Yeah, I, I would really encourage folks to visit our website at www.unifierusa.com to read in great detail about um, our schedules and the examples that fall under each category, as it really is impressive, the network and products available. But as I mentioned, the schedules basically include three different uh, categories. They include total solutions for law enforcement, security, facilities management, fire, rescue, clothing, marine craft, and emergency disaster response. And that's basically under the total law enforcement and fire schedule. Uh, the hardware superstore schedule, that's basically like a large Home Depot on steroids. Um, and that's where the government will purchase smaller, um, higher quantity items, fencing, uh, nuts and bolts, um, paint, et cetera. Um, and then outdoor recreation. And this seems a little bit uh, counter to the U.S. government with outdoor recreations. But this is really where you start to see uh, tents, sleeping bags, cops, all those type of things that our warfighters and general military folks use when they're out and about. You've laid a good framework here, Buck, but I'm curious with the final question, what do you see as the main value drivers for Mission Ready? Basically, I'm asking, why is this a good time to invest? Sure. The value drivers, in my opinion, really are manufacturing capabilities, uh, which include our R&D capabilities, our network of vendors, which in today's 
current environment is incredible. And we continue to seek out and be sought out uh, by vendors worldwide just to distribute products that they sell and our intellectual property. These value drivers coupled with the fact that Mission Ready is a publicly traded company really allows for both retail and institutional investors to benefit from our efforts and relationships. The general consensus internally here is that Mission Ready is extremely undervalued today, which provides tremendous upside for those who want to take a calculated risk with us. You've seen uh, insider buying uh, throughout the last year, and, and that's really a confidence we have in our, our ability to get things done. From a business perspective, we have a lean operating business model and a customer with the financial strength, uh, being the U.S. government and in a smaller scale foreign governments, that has a demonstrated need for our products. We have an impressive board of directors, um, as well as we've, we've spent a great deal of time recently to add um, uh, some very talented people uh, in, across many industries to our advisory committee. We have the experience in contracting and the demonstrated ability to fulfill contracts for the government. Um, we've recently completed the CNT gallon contract, which we provided everything on time and, and on budget uh, for the government. We have expanded our revenue streams. Um, we continue to diversify those revenue streams without significant capital expenditure. Um, this is primarily accomplished by using technology and the resources we already have, uh, but with meaningful direction. That simplifies the process in which our customers can shop for and purchase our products. One thing we haven't really touched on yet is the value add of PTF manufacturing. Recently, we announced that we realigned Skip Church, who is the current president of Unifier, to oversee the PTF operations. Under his direction, we've seen an increase in orders for body armor and related products. Uh, we have been in several conversations with different businesses about our cut and sew abilities, which we can hopefully expand um, into you know, greater product offerings, both in the body armor space and outside of the body armor space here in the near future. To recap, Mission Ready's innovation and manufacturing capabilities, coupled with a government contracting structure and commercial sales team that continue to create sales opportunities, which just results in a constant flow of orders. Administratively, over the last year, um, I think some of the value adds we've had is shareholders and investors have witnessed the restructuring of our company with an uplisting to the OTCQX, uh, the uh, DTC eligibility. Uh, we've had a, a positive change in our IR and marketing, uh, making everyone's approach really synergi uh, synergistic. And um, as I've, I've laid out before, you know, our, our model of one company, one team, and one direction. We have successfully increased our communications. The form of those have changed a little bit from CEO, CEO newsletters to social media, but our our social media presence has been greatly increased and I think is, is providing tremendous return for us. Um, we've rebranded Mission Ready and its subsidiaries, uh, with again, using purpose, purposeful language and um, identification. Uh, the images are across all companies um, are synergistic. Um, our websites and social media are working and we, we've had increased communications with shareholders and allowed for a vehicle that the people can communicate and reach out to us more frequently. We are putting into place uh, to provide shareholders with updates as we continue to build value and hopefully with more uh, focus on kind of live Q&A. Um, and in my opinion, uh, to close out here, in my opinion, we have positively impacted everything we can control. And I believe in the saying, fortune favors the prepared, and I believe we are extremely well prepared. My thanks again to Buck Marshall, the president and CEO of Mission Ready Solutions, Inc. 
Their website is mrscorp.com. Mission Ready is traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under MRS and on the OTCQX under MSNVF. My name is Phoenix Phillips, and this is the Newswire.